So all of this means that is not limited to a given direction, because Upaishta as a star, Upaishta, etc., not limited to a place such as heart, because it's all pervasive, not limited to time, because it is eternal. Idi Shastana Sattamayoho Adhigatam. So this is what we unlearned or knew from the sixth and the seventh chapters. Tathapi, even then. So Upanishad already stated whatever needs to be stated, including the the phalam, the result of this knowledge is Jiva Mukti and Videha Mukti. So nothing remains to be said now. Still Tathapi, Manda Buddhiha, meaning that Upadesha of Brahman, the sixth and seventh chapters was essentially meant for Uttamadhikaris, the aspirants with a mature or evolved mind, those who had the capacity of yoga rudasthava, yoga ruda. One enjoys yoga rudhattvam, one enjoys that, the, uh, the serenity of the mind, the purity of the mind, the focus of the mind, for them that was fine. But then those who do not enjoy that level of purity of the mind. For them it is difficult to grasp that the reality is one without a second, devoid of all the divisions, that it is devoid of all the attributes, nirvishesham, upadis, nirupadikam, nirvishesham, nirgunam. Because they have been also performing meditations all this time. That the vastu dikdeshari, bhedava vastuiri, bhavita buddhi, that the buddhi of the mind is bhavitam. He possesses the vasana or the tendency or the trait or you can say possesses the defect of or the so bhavitam. It is tainted by the conclusion that the reality is only that which is limited in space or time or direction. So those who are worshipping Brahman, so these are the bhaktas. And so far worshipping Brahman as located in a place, as limited in space, this is a location, limitation. So this is what they and that is uh, so they have always thought that God is of that nature. So Bhavita Buddhi, the Buddhi that always thought in this manner in which there is a strong pattern of thinking. So thus, when this strong conclusion is there, sahasa paramatrasya kartum na shakyade, that mind cannot be instantly or immediately transformed into a mind that can grasp Brahman without all the attributes. All right, then what? But then anadigamya Brahma, if you do not know Brahman as it is, na purushārta siddhi, then one cannot attain the purushārta, the ultimate goal of life cannot be attained. There cannot be fulfillment in life unless one knows Brahman as very self. <coughs> for that reason, tat adhigamāya. So for knowing Brahman as self, an intermediate step is stated here, 
हृदय कुंडली का देश है उपदेष्टव्य है मेडिटेशन अमान ब्रह्मन देर इज एज दो लोकेटेड इन प्लेस सच एज दी लोटस ऑफ ए हार्ट दैट हैज टू बी स्टेटेड यद्यपि सत सम्यक प्रत्ययी का विषय यद्यपि सत सत सिक्स चैप्टर एक्सिस्टेंस और सेम और स्टेटस भूमा और ब्रह्मन सम्यक प्रत्यय एक विषय निर्गुणम च आत्मतत्व इट इज सो एक विषय मीन्स वॉट देर इज नो डिविजन ऑफ द गुण एंड द गुणे ब्रह्मन एंड एक्टिव्यूट दैट कैंड ऑफ डिविजन इज नॉट द इज वन होमोजीनियस विच मीन्स दैट हैज टू बी फॉर्मलेस हैज टू बी डिवाइड ऑफ ऑल एक्टिव्यूट्स निर्गुणम से डिवाइड ऑफ ऑल द गुणाज और क्वालिटीज आत्मतत्व तथा मंदबुद्धीनाम गुणवत्त You can say less developed intellect can worship Ishvara only with attributes. So they need this. They need Bhagwan or Ishvara, Lord, as possessed of glories. That is what, in fact, motivates them and that creates in them the devotion and enthusiasm to worship. And therefore, the Mahatma Gyan Purvastu. So this sneha or the affection that they have is because of Mahatma, the glory of the Lord, which is Sagun Brahma. Manda buddhinam gunavatvasya ishtatvar. In fact, this is meditation upon only Nirguna Brahma. But that very Nirguna Brahma itself is presented as, as though located in the place, because that is their orientation. As though it possesses various attributes, because again that's the orientation of the seekers who are in front of the teacher. Satyakamavi gunavattam cha vaktavyam. Therefore, it has been stated that Brahman is as though possessed of the guna of virtues of satyakamatvam, unfailing desires, satyasankalvatvam, unfailing resolve. Because then their heart can relate to this. If you describe Lord Krishna with all his glory and all his force, and then you know, then it touches your heart, and you can then relate to him. If Lord Krishna is described as beyond form and beyond, then you know you cannot. You don't know how to relate to that, depending upon how your orientation has been. So the orientation has been to relate to Brahman with attributes and located in place, etc. गुणवत्व गुणास और एट्रीब्यूट ऑफ वर्चुअल ऑल्सो हैव स्टेटेड फॉर द सेक ऑफ दिसाइकॉस इफ यू लुक एंड दी अभिनव नारायण सरस्वती का यदि बुद्धि परमार्थ विषया कर शक्य इफ यू कैनॉट टर्न अराउंड देर बुद्धि और देर कंसेप्शन 
from saguna to nirguna. Then, so, paramātha-viśyākardham nasakyade, you find that it is not possible for this experience to all of a sudden grasp and meditate upon Brahman without attributes or no Brahman without attributes. So right now their understanding of knowledge is Brahman is possessed of the attributes, let him be. Well, you insist upon changing their mind that they should realize only Brahman without attributes. Why? Karmadi sadhanantraveva tesham pushartalava astuidi. Maybe they can perform some exalted ritual, Vedic ritual, even such as Ashwamedha. And when you perform ritual of that greatness, that magnitude, Purushadhanava astu, so what you gain as a result of performing rituals, Ashwamedha, it may Brahmaloka. So Purushadhanava astu, one will say that karma also can help him accomplish the purusharta, accomplish the goal of life. What do you insist upon knowledge? Because the poor fellow has orientation of Saguna Brahma. And you want to turn around the Rukuna Brahma. Instead of that, let it that orientation, whatever it is, help him engage in activity and then he will for, you know, go, reach the goal of life. In the first line, Anadigamecha Brahma na Purushartha Siddhite. What? Na karma ityani shudehe. Na karma na prajaya dhanena tyagenaike anutattvamanasu. So, regardless of what that karma is, even Ashwamedha is the karma. But karma anutattvamna anasudhi cannot attain immortality by karma or by progeny, or by wells. Tyagenaike, Gnyanaike, Amutattvamanasu is by knowledge only that those great ones attain the immortality. <coughs> so, Desha, Hudaya Pundarika, Desha, Upadeshtavya, Sabhasakara said, even location of Brahman, such as in the lotus of the heart, that also has to be stated for the purpose of meditation. So this Tikakana says, Tatha Tatasya Tatha Vidu Upastya Kramena Chitta Shuddhi Dwara Nilvishesha Buddhya Roha Kramuktirva Bhavishyadityata Tatasya, because of that, Tatha Vidu Upastya so by upasthi or by meditation of that nature, of meditating upon Brahman as, as though located in the heart, by the upasthi or by that meditation, which here the meditation is mental worship, understand? Upasana means mental worship. Worshipping Ishvara with attributes. Worshipping Ishvara with attributes mentally. So worship will ultimately enable them to kramena chitta shuddhi dvara. That worship of Ishvara, that very bhavana, 
of Ishwarabha Buddhi, pleasing the Lord, worshipping the Lord, adoring the Lord, that itself brings about the purification of the mind. Because so far this fellow has been adoring something anyway. He's been adoring this hankara. That's what we adore. Worship is going on. Worship of ahankara. Therefore, I am satisfying whatever desires the ahankara comes up with, and thus I am a, I am a devotee of ahankara. So then to shift the locus of devotion from ahankara to Ishvara. So with idea of ahankara, the mind is always sankuchitam. Mind is always restricted. There is smallness in the mind, even selfishness in the mind. But the hankara is small. Small means it is therefore it is insecure, fearful, insecure, and therefore naturally selfish. Because more insecurity you have, more self-centered you are like going to be. So trans therefore for worshipping Ishwara. The self-centeredness, the selfishness, the smallness, all of these one has to grow out of that. It will not happen right away. We pass on meditation perform for a long time. As a result of which, he slowly overcomes the limitation. <coughs> the limitations that he himself has superimposed upon himself. Thing is that we superimpose limitations upon our own self by identifying with this body, mind, sense complex. So slowly the idea of the body and the mind and sense is a change from the vyasti to the samasti. <coughs> so upasana seeks to expand the mind. They say, stretch the ego. Include others in the ego. So karma yoga also describes the same thing. When you talk of serving others, helping others means that you include others in your life. Look upon other people also as as important as you. But it is important. Para dukhe upakara kare. So life of upakara. So this is how in karma yoga also the idea is to expand or stretch the ego. You can say expand your heart, stretch the ego. Become more and more inclusive. That's called dharma. Love artha and kama. Artha means wealth, name, fame, etc. Kama is pleasures. It is essentially an individual pursuit. It is wealth, name, fame for myself, pleasure for myself. The true meaning of dharma is when there is a turnaround into that, that now I stand for others. Dharma should not be swarga, etc. really. You know, as that is interpreted, dharma is swarga. That's the interpretation. Dharma cannot be values also because values have to be there in Arthakama also. You can't Acquire Ratha Kama without values. So Dharma really has to be nothing but selflessness, selfless action has to be there. 
Then only you are ahead of Arthaka, in your direction of moksha. So this is where we are as far as the upasana is. So karma yoga and then making it more sophisticated by upasana. So tathāyata upāsthya karmena citta shuddhi dvāra. The immediate results is, as we said last night also, you start enjoying what you do. Enjoying the spirit of being useful to others, helping others, serving others. You tap into a different source of happiness from what you've been tapping so far. So far, the source of happiness has been the gratification of ego. Never all the various objects of ego, namely wealth and name and fame and the pleasure of the senses. All of these have been the source of happiness, which all sources are different from oneself, which all which all happiness always involves dependence upon something else, always involves an uncertainty, an anxiety, and dependence and bondage. So therefore, Lord Krishna prescribes tapping the happiness which is your own self, where progressively you proceed in the direction of freedom. So, through the gateway of chitta shuddhi or the purification of mind. So what is purification? When the mind progressively becomes free from self-centeredness, that's all. Insecurities, fears, becomes more giving contributor. Nirvishesha buddhya roha. So vishesha or the qualifications of ahankara also keep the idea of ahankara also changes. The idea of aham also changes because now you are including more and more in aham. So this man who was unmarried, then he, had, he, he only stood for himself. Now he gets married, now his wife and his children. So naturally all of them have figured, have a figure into his life. This way is to include them. So this is very helpful to include others in your life. So if he does not become totally fit for knowledge of Nirvishesham and Nirguna Brahman, then karma muktirva bhavishyade. He may reach all the way, he may expand himself all the way to Hiranyagarbha and therefore attain Brahmaloka. Te Brahmalokeshu parantakale paramurda parimuchandi sarve. So then, then we Kramukti. You, you get a place in Brahmaloka and you dwell there as long as Brahmaloka is. And then you get liberated, so he said. Then the Tikagara continues, Sadevetya Dishudeh, Satrutya, Ekavishetu Avagamar, Savunatvesha, Tadguna Karenabi, Pratyapatehe. He said, Eva, Sadeva Somi, nothing other than Sat. Eka Meva, one without a second. Atmava, 
Atma ek eva grasi, nanya kinchen, misses there is nothing other than Atma, nothing other than Sat. So when there is nothing other, that has to be necessarily unqualified. If Sat possesses attributes of even omniscience, omnipresent potence, etc., still anything that does not possess that attribute becomes different from Sat. The attributes will always separate you from others which do not possess those attributes. So, Sadeva Ityade Shudeha. Because Shudhi Sridhna Sadeva Sat only. Sat Pratyay Eka Vishayato Avagamad. So, Shudhi wants you to know Sat as totally unmixed with anything else. So in pratyaya or cognition or knowledge of sat, there is nothing but sat. There is word by sat eva, only sat, meaning it is an exclusion of everything other than sat. So Shruti wants you to know sat as nothing other, you know, as one and only one. No, that can be only if the sat is nirgunam. Sagunatvecha tad guna akarana pratyapate. See, if sat is possessed of attributes such as omniscience, omnipotence, etc., then along with sat, omniscience also will be there in your mind. Because sat, because you look upon omniscience, omnipotence, uh, omnipotence as the very nature of sat, attribute just as. If an actor is put on the costume of a king, then when you look at that, the actorness and kingness, both of them in your mind. It is not possible to know actor without, you know, king without the actor. Similarly, if Brahman is possessed of attributes of greatness, creator, sustainer, whenever you think of Brahman, that greatness, creatorness, sustainer will be there. In Lord Krishna as Saguna Brahma, then Murali Manova, something will be there with Krishna. You can't imagine Krishna without something. Whether it's Govardhandara or Murali Manohar or Gopala, whatever. <laughs> so whenever you think of something possessed of attributes, that something along with attributes they will come in your mind. Think of your father, your mother, your teacher, your friend, XYZ. So whatever, so when the idea of father comes, it comes along with the attributes of father or mother or friend or guru or bhagavan. It's not one homogeneous pratyay. The cognition is, has not homogeneity. Brahman also is there and attribute also is there. Then verse ekavishetva is not there. Vasakana is pratyay ekavishetva, same thing. So homogeneity is not there. Therefore, saganatvecha tad guna karana vi pratyapatte. So when you cognize or when you meditate upon or when you see sagunam then along with Brahman, the gunas also will come in your mind because Brahman is with attributes. Attributes are nature of Brahman. So Brahman cannot be without attributes. Shruti virodha patte. And Shruti says, Sat Eva. 
that your cognition involves homogeneity and not heterogeneity. The, the, the locus also is there because then Brahman becomes a locus of attributes. So locus also is there, attributes also are there. Then that would contradict the Shruti which says, Sat is one without a second. Nirgunapta Siddhau Gunapadesha Nayuktaeri. Nirgunatta Siddhau. Therefore, if you want to establish that Brahman is Nirgunam or attributeless, then why are you teaching the attribute Satyakamaha, Satya Sankaruha? Gunapadesha Nayukta. Because Upanishad very clearly says that Brahman is the word of all attributes, Sadeva. So, all the attributes and qualifications are denied in Brahman. So then why should you not teach Brahman devoid of all attributes? Why are you teaching Brahman with attributes? Then whenever you meditate or think of Brahman, the attributes also will come in your mind and that will not be in keeping with what the Shruti says. So even though Sat is Samyak Pratya Ekavisham, only Samyak Pratya, when your Pratya or cognition is in keeping with what is, that's what Samyak Pratya, even the rope as a rope, if you know the rope as snake, then Pratya is there. Cognition is there. It's not the true cognition. So knowing something as it is, Samyak, and fully. <coughs> so Samyak Pratya Ek Vishayam. No problem is Ek Vishaya actually, because Vishaya is an masculine word. And Bhashagar Ek Vishayam. So this Tika says, he will tell you. So, Vishaya Shabda, Bhava Pradhana, Vishaya means Vishayatvam, that's how you should understand. Samyak Prati Ek Vishayatvam Brahmanaha, something like that. Tathacha Sat Pratyam Prati Vishayatvam Yasceti. So, then this Bahubhiji, what is it? Sat Pratyam Prati Ek Vishayatvam Yasya, Tath Sat Prati Ek Vishayam. So this Vishaya, this is in the Nupumsat link, whereas Vishaya Shabda is full link. So Vashtikara should have said, Sat Pratya Eka Vishaya, that's what should have been said. Sat Pratya Eka Vishayam, therefore the Tikaka explains that this can be a Bahuvrihi Samasa, referring to third entity, Anyapada Pradhana. Neither Pratyaya nor Vishaya. So Brahman, which is the object of that cognition. Idi bahu napum sakatvam vaktavyam. So nirgunam and also samyak pratya ek vishayam. Yes, Yuta. Nirgunam chaatma tattvam tathavi manda buddhinam Gunavattasya ishtatvat satya kamadi gunavattvam cha bhaktavyam. So the aspirant is not able to rise to a point where 
he can visualize Brahman without attributes. Therefore, you teach him whatever he is capable of. More than where he is right, right now. Tat sammandi anugrahatam iti shesha. Tat sammandi anugrahatam. So worship brings the anugrah, the grace of Brahman, by which then Paramatma proceeds. What happens is then? So, what is it? Uh, hmm? Yeah. The tattva bhavena tattva so astityo palabdhamya tattva bhavena chovayo astityo palabdhasya tattva bhava prasidadai. So first is worship of Saguna Brahma. Karma yoga also is worship of Saguna Brahma through karma. Upasana is worship of Saguna Brahma in the level of mind. Then tattva bhava prasidadai. So Brahman's true nature also will become favorable to you. So when you worship this merit and you know the actor and please him as a beggar suppose, you give him whatever he wants etc. Then when the beggar is pleased with you, actor also becomes pleased with you, the actor becomes favorable to you. So he will reveal, so he will mean I am not a beggar. But he sees your love for him and that's how that can happen. Similarly also, that anugraha comes and then Nirguna Brahma becomes favorable to you. <coughs> then the same Tikakara continues. Nanu nityanushthanena shuddha sattvanam viraktanam vidhishutvena tesham stryadvishyarago nabhatyeva anyavatta sayachya. Hmm? It will come. Hmm. So, Nanu, Nityanushthanena, Shuddha Sattvana, Vyaktana. So, now you say that this aspirant performs karma or upasana. Shuddha Sattvana, Nityanushthanena, Nitya Karma Anushthanena, Shuddha Sattvana, those who gain the purity of the mind. Viraktanam, the purity of mind brings vairagya, freedom from rādhadvesha, the purification of mind becomes, makes a sattvic mind. Vividhishutvena, in the sattvic mind, the vividhisha, the desire for knowledge arises. Tesham, striyadvishyanago, na bhavatya, the experience whom you are talking to, only are people with purity of mind and vairagya of dispassion. So there is no occasion for them to have any fascination with women or other objects of pleasure because vairagya. So vairagya means freedom from fascination or objects of pleasure, including women, etc. Tisham stradi vishayago It is not possible that they may have fascination for such things as woman, etc. Advitya Brahmopadishayava Stradi Dutya Vishayago Nagodiri. Alright. Oh, you teach them Advitya Teach them non-duality. There is no three different from you. 
So in order for you to be fascinated with something, it must be looked upon as different from you. And possessed of certain values, possessed of certain importance or value, so that by its possession or by its experience that somehow you'll be more elevated than what you are. So this always involves duality. But when you are taught that what you are is one without a second, even this so-called object of pleasure also does not remain separate from you. In the vision of the self of Brahman, everything became the self. So in that vision nothing remains different from yourself. And there cannot be karma or fascination or anything for the self. It can be for something other than yourself. So therefore, atma kamatpam, everything is known as atma. Then after kam, automatically all your desires go away. You can say all your desires are fulfilled or there is no scope of a desire because for desiring there has to be the other. And more fascinating than you. In non-duality, the otherness is no more there. Therefore, the, they cannot be object of pleasure. So two ways. Either because these aspirants, having performed karma, have therefore gained the antara shuddhi purity of mind, and therefore vairagya, and therefore vairdisha all the desire for knowledge. And therefore, it is not likely that they may have fascination from objects of pleasure such as women, etc. Even if you think that he has some fascination, why do you want to engage in meditation? Why don't you teach him that you are one without a second? So what you call object, which fascinates you really, is not separate from you. You are you yourself are manifest as that. Make him see this fact. Then also no fascination will remain for anything. Then Stradi. So either because of vairagya or because of the teaching of non-duality, the fascination for objects such as trees, etc. will not remain. Then, asaya dhyagnitya asakshate brahmacharyamatadityadina brahmacharyamadhanam vyatam. So later on Upanja says that, so far with all the yajna. This person was performing different yajna yagadi. No, brahmachari is a yajna. So from now on, may you perform the yajna of the nature of brahmachari or salibasi. Therefore, brahmachari, in a way, this is vidhana. Vidhana means what? Enjoyment. That this aspirant is enjoying the value of brahmachari or salibasi. But there is no scope for him to have that fascination. So then why are you telling him? Because Vyarsam. Meaning that it serves no purpose at all. Idi Ashankya Paribakwa Uvaya Sada Rahitan Prati Tadupadesha Idi Says Tadupadesha that the Sadhanam or the means such as Brahmacharya etc. 
is meant for the one who doesn't know either of them, who neither has purity of mind to have that vairagya very free from the fascination, nor of course does he have the knowledge of non-duality where he does not see the object as different from himself. So these two things will be, will help a person or enable the person to become free from all karma or fascination. Either the purity of mind or of course the knowledge of non-duality. But then, pai bakwa rahitam prati. So these people who are in front of you have this. They have some purity of mind. They have some glimpse of non-duality, but paripakvada is not there. They are not evolved enough to become free from all the fascinations. Not evolved enough to see the non-duality. So paripakva uvaya sadhana rahitanprati tadupadesha. So who are the people? Who are the aspirants who are addressed by the Vipassana? So that is the, that is what should be determined here. <laughs> so the Mahasekara says next, Tathayari. What Anandagi also says, in the line number 11, Mandadhyam Brahmadi Seshatvena Desha Visheshavat Guna Visheshavatcha Brahma Charyadi Sadhana Vishesha Vidhata Vihit Sambandha So Mandadhyam, so Bhashyakana says Mandadhyam. Mandadhyam is Abhay Bhakvata. Not evolved enough. So for them, Brahmadi Seshatvena Desha Visheshavata. So, Brahmadhi means what? The knowledge of Brahman or meditation on Brahman. Brahmadhi is the maintaining the thought flow of Brahman. Sajate Vritti Pramaha. That's what you call meditation. So, Brahmadhi Sheshatvena. To help him maintain that flow of thought about Brahman, the desha or the location also is given to him. Because Brahman without location is difficult to visualize or grasp. Therefore, even location that Brahman is located in the lotus of the heart is also stated to help him perform meditation. So Brahmadi Sheshatva is an aid to meditating upon Brahman. Deshavishesha Gunavat, just as the guna or attribute of Brahman as possessed of a desha or a location. So Brahman is located also with an attribute of Brahman, understand? To be located in a given place, means you are not in other place, is also an attribute. So desha visheshavat, guna visheshavat Where is guna? Ya atma, apahatapatma, asa vijara, vibrutyu, vishoka. So, all these gunas also are taught for aiding the meditation, so that he can meditate upon Brahman with those attributes. Difficult to do that when Brahman is not attributes. Brahma Chariyadi Sadhana Vishesha Vidhatabhyaya. 
truly feels that, just as to aid the meditation, the location of Brahman, namely the lotus of the heart is given, and the attributes of Brahman, Satya-gāvatvam, Satya-saṅgalvatvam, these attributes are given. Truly feels that, that is pertaining to what is meditating upon. But something requires a meditator also. Who will be able to meditate upon Brahman as possessor of those attributes, Satya Sangara, Satya Kamas, etc.? The one who possesses a certain amount of maturity. Therefore, the aspirant should be equipped with the sadharam or the means of Brahmacharya or celibacy. Brahmacharyadi sadhana vishesha vidhatavya meaning that the you know we have to look at we have to read that yet definitely. So Vashaka says in the third line, Tathaidi. Tatha Yadyabi Brahma Vidan Striadishabhya. Svayameva Kuparamo Bhavati Tatapi Anika Janman Visheseva Bhyasa Janita Vishay Vishnatrushna Nasahasan Nivartaidum Shakyade Iti Brahmacharyadi Sahana Vishesho Vidhatavya Tathami similarly Look at Anagiri Yatha Sahana Vishesha Bhaktavya Avashishyade Tatha Upasakanam Oh no, there is another Tatha I think That's next one, okay So Tatha in the same manner Manner similar to that Yadyapi is again even though Brahma Vidam Striagrishabya Swayameva Uparamohati for a wise person, the knower of Brahman, his mind will automatically withdrawn from any objects of pleasure, even three, etc. Because the pleasure that he would get from enjoyment of objects is always getting with it from himself. So you go Manushya and then what? So then what is so? Three is the Manushya Ananda Sarika. So Manushya Gandharananda etc. etc. So this is after all the Brahman is what? It exceeds. It includes all Ananda, including the Ananda that one would gain from from enjoying the object of pleasure, one's most fascinating pleasure or object. So then how can there be desire for other object with man? He already has accomplished the happiness that comes from that object of pleasure. So therefore, Svamevu Paramobhavadi, his mind by itself will, will withdraw from or become free from fascination, therefore his mind will not go into any object of pleasure. Meaning that 
he will not think of something as an object of pleasure. You can think of a thing. In his day-to-day life, he may interact with people, interact with various things, but not looking upon them as objects of pleasure. A wise person does not look upon them as a different of himself, let alone object of pleasure. So therefore the fascination that this person had before, you know, when he was ignorant, has no scope to be there at all. Therefore, why do you tell him to, you know, brahmacharya, etc.? So for a wise person, the occasion or question of the sadhanam or the means in such as celibacy, etc., has no scope or has no occasion, let us say. Tathāp, even then, aneka janma viśaya seva abhyāsa janita. But because from the time beginningless, he has been enjoying, he has been thinking that the pleasure or happiness lies in only object of senses. This has been going on for countless births. And therefore, the tendency to look upon things as objects of pleasure or the tendency to also plan for deriving pleasure from those things has been there, that Vishaya Vasana, the strong tendency of looking upon the objects as objects of pleasure, is there from the time beginning in the countless births. Therefore, those patterns, that is the hard wiring, those patterns have become very strong. So habitually, let's call Vasana. Vāsana is where you do not think of what was and what will be, and then instantaneously you look upon, you, you form an opinion about something. You react to something. So instantaneously he looks upon things as objects of pleasure or otherwise. So, aneka janma viśaya seva abhyāsa janita. Abhyāsa, repeatedly he has been relating to those things objects of pleasure and thinking that he has been deriving pleasure from them, also thinking. Thinking that the happiness comes from those objects of pleasure. So, viśaya viśaya trushna nasasa nivatayatam shakyare. So, even when you teach him Brahman, so even when you teach him the non-duality, even when you see this fact that nothing is different from me, when you see the body is Atma, that there is no, no occasion now for me to desire, even though he understands that. The old habit is called Vasana. The habitual pattern of looking upon things as objects of pleasure, they will take time to go. It will not go. So, Vishaya Vishaya, Krishna, Nasanasa, Nivartaidam, Shakyare. So whatever vāsana is in form, you will always seek some the same thing wherever you go. If you are an American, you are certain vāsanas are living in a certain way. So wherever you go, you create an America. Where you are Gujarati, wherever you go, you create a Gujarat, you know. As Arunanda Modi said, you know, now in Delhi you are Dhokra and Khakra and etc., you know. So wherever you go, because vāsanas are there. Even though you become Prime Minister, and still, the vāsana of eating dhoka and papa and etc. remains. Although what he gets is something much, you know, much more exalted than it doesn't need that stuff. 
So the mind automatically goes out to those things. He feels only comfortable with those things. So also this person who so far related to the world as an enjoyer and enjoy bhokta and bhogya, that tendency of looking upon oneself bhokta and looking upon the objects of bhogya does not go right away. Therefore, you have to enjoy a discipline. Iti brahmacharyadi sadhana vishesha vidhadavya Therefore, he has to make an effort. Whenever he mind, his mind comes up with the idea of enjoying something, why is habit? So now he has viveka buddhi. So far, he did not have the viveka buddhi. And therefore, he presumed that whatever his mind said was right. That's where the happiness was, and that's how it went beginning. But now the Viveka is there. The truth is one and non-dual, and happiness is only the self, nothing else. So every time the mind comes up with the idea of enjoying something, he brings this, you know. Viraja Vishavaratat Dursudhushtya Muhur Muhur. So again and again, is to bring his mind back to Brahmacharya, Brahmacharya, self-control. <laughs> so there also Vizahatabhya. So there also this person needs. <clears throat> Here the Tikagana says, Prasamena, Adisadmena, Pranadi Sangraha. So Striyadi, Tatha Yadyapi Brahmadam Striyadi Vishadhevan Adidana. So, even though prana also is the tremendous fascination, there is also a strong fascination for life, that's called abhinivation. Abhinivation means strong attachment to the body, strong attachment to living life. So, that also is there on one hand. On the other hand, there is also strong attachment towards objects of pleasure. So, these subscribers are there. These habitual patterns are there. So whenever he is not alert, then the habitual pattern comes and takes over his mind. So he must remain alert and slowly eliminate those patterns. Dhritiyena satyadi sadhana parigraha So brahmacharyadi sadhana includes satyam. Satyena labhya tapasa Satyena labhya tapasa brahma Tapasa, Esha Atma, Satyanabhyas, Tapasa, Esha Atma, Samyak, Samyak what? Samyak Jnana, Brahmacharya, Nityam, right. So this Mandaka question. Satyanabhyas, Tapasa, Esha Atma, Samyak Jnana, Brahmacharya, Nityam, Sri Shastra where Brahmacharya is prescribed, Satya etc. also is prescribed. Samyajnana Vivek also is prescribed. So that Adi, Brahmacharya Adi, then includes the Satya etc. So Satya Adi, again, Nidhanagar Adi is there, you know, so Satya etc. So Tapasa, Brahmacharya, also that Tapas is also there. So all those sadhana also are understood to be, understood to be 
describe to this spirit. Shanti 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 